This episode of the TDLA podcast is brought to you by Tipsy Tits. Tipsy Tits is a new revolutionary bra that doubles as a flask, making carrying and dispensing alcohol easier than ever. It holds up to 750 milliliters, and when it's full, it adds two cup sizes to your chest. The left shoulder strap is <laughs> has a small tube where you can easily access your alcohol. Just turn your head to the side and take a quick sip from your Tipsy Tits. Getting sloshed has never been easier and more discreet. Tipsy Tits is the perfect Mother's Day gift, and we're bringing it to you just in time. And be sure to use the promo code MOMMY, M-O-M-M-Y, during checkout to receive a second pair of Tipsy Tits absolutely free. Tipsy Tits. Classy, comfortable, convenience. Hello and welcome to a very special Mother's Day edition of the Two Dudes in L.A. podcast. Today, the dudes share stories about their mothers and how great mothers are in general. Then they discuss the Avengers' Infinity War and Childish Gambino's This Is America video. Hey, remember last time when the dudes challenged each other to listen to albums? Yeah, that's gonna come up again in this episode. Then, of course, they'll play Don't You Dare Laugh and try not to laugh at a girl arguing with her grandmother. Then the dudes answer listener emails and talk about what their dream superpower would be. Mine would be the power to shoot cannonballs out of my legs. Finally, they close with a very exciting and inspirational interview with magician and America's Got Talent finalist Seth Grable. So listen in awe as we make magic of our own happen to your eardrums on the TDLA podcast. Man, we barely made it. (laughs) Barely. Barely. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good, everyone. Welcome back to the TDLA podcast. I'm I'm your host, Sean Fawson. And I'm his DJ, DJ Jazzy Waddy boy. Yeah, (laughs) and as always, uh, this show is recorded in front of a live studio audience. So give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you. Kisses. Kisses. Thank you for coming, everyone. Yes. Let me just start off right off the bat. I'm exhausted. Yeah. So if this episode is a little wonky <laughs> and a little bit crazy, we're filming it a little bit later than usual. Uh, I'm sorry, but deal with it. Uh, we're, well, we've been we'll busy week. We'll get into week. The, the swing of things. Yeah. The audience won't realize this, but uh, it's actually been two weeks since we've recorded. So. Yeah, man. You had a really fun weekend. Shaking loose the rust. Oh yeah, shaking the rust. (laughs) Yeah, don't. Now I will say, speaking of shake, do not shake very hard if you're wearing the uh, what was our sponsor? Tipsy tits. Do not shake. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they will explode. It says it right here in the copy. I didn't know that it was 750 milliliters. Wow. I've been. I'm I'm sure you noticed. I'm wearing a pair of our tipsy tits right now. I noticed. I think I drank about half of them already. Yeah, I noticed your cup size is bigger than (laughs) usual. Well, and it seems to be coming from just one of the tits. So mm-hmm. one is bigger than the other right now. Yeah, which I guess is accurate. But anyway. yeah, I'm feeling it, man. Holy yeah. crap, this is going to be a rough one. Yeah, it'll be a good one <laughs> for you anyway. So, um, guys, welcome uh, to another edition of TDLA, or I call it Tidula. And uh, <laughs> yeah, As it's come to be known. As it's come to be known Tidula. throughout the land, Tidula. <laughs> uh, Sean, how was your week? Oh, man, it was eventful. Yeah, for both of us, I would say. There's a lot going on, man. So, 
The reason why uh, we didn't record last weekend is because I had an impromptu trip to Vegas. Noise, <laughs> noise. Um, and we'll get into that. Okay. Um, All right. A little bit end. later. Um, I, I had the opportunity to uh, get us a pretty cool interview while I was out there. So. Very fun. I'm excited. I haven't heard it yet, so I'm excited yeah. to hear it. Um, and then during the week, you know, just grinded, grinded, grinded. And then Friday. What up? <laughs> somebody had a, a womb evacuation day. I have, I evacuated the moon. Moon. <laughs> That's where I was Is born. Is that where you came from? Yeah. On, uh, that makes May so 11th. much sense now. <laughs> Because I'm out of this world, baby. Uh, May 11th, I evacuated the moon. And uh, we partied, Sean. And that's an understatement. Yeah. We partied hard. To the point I got sick. So, right. But we're still talking about your week. Did you enjoy my birthday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we okay. we went and watched E.T. On, yes. the, on the roof of a building. Yep. Not just like a worn down one. It was pretty legit. Yeah, it's called the Rooftop Cinema. They have a couple locations out here. Yeah. I think they should call it the Fourth Floor Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although it was cool, we weren't technically at the very top yeah. of the building. So. Still fun. Still a good view. Yeah, we had endless popcorn. Uh, I got to snuggle with my gal, and uh, we got to watch E.T., which was super awesome. Yeah, I hadn't so. seen it in a while. And oh, they give you headphones? That yeah, was so they don't blare it. It's Everybody has their own headphones. Yeah. And it's pretty neat. Yeah. And then we went to our favorite bar. The One Up. The One Up. Guys, anytime we bring up One Up, what does that mean? Captain Crunch wings. Okay. Do we have... Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Those wings are... Magic! <laughs> I, I, that birthday was, was worthwhile. No offense against my friends, because I love them, but... I was there for the Captain Crunch wings. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Todd's girlfriend immediately dismissed him at first. She, she was did. like, breakfast food does not go with wings. And as soon as we get there, we yeah, order baby. them and we're like, try it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, she understands now. And then my my friend uh, from out of town, his wife, Brittany, she also tried them and loved them. And she was at first knocking them. So you got to try some. And then I tried them wings. And I'm a believer. <laughs> yep. That's our next hit song coming out to you tomorrow. Um, yeah. Well, cool, man. So that and uh, <laughs> I have a full-time job. I was about to say, yeah, congrats. Yay. <laughs> uh, or, or you, you want to tell them where? It's, uh, it's a Best Buy, you know, nice. re- retail. Um decent hourly wage plus like have they they do like these bonuses depending on how the store does so cool and this is just another story that you can tell and then when you become rich and famous <laughs> right. so but best way is a great place to work i worked there yeah and uh yeah i'm excited do you know when you start well i was supposed to start today oh but they they called me and said my like my login information hasn't been uploaded to the automatic system so they can't really do anything with me so hopefully oh, tomorrow <laughs> dude that's awesome yeah you have your schedule yet or is it just training for now i have no idea what my schedule is i just go in tomorrow at noon that's all i know gotcha so but i'm looking well, forward to just the stability you know uh, yeah. clearing up some time in the week to be able to focus on other projects full-time yes cool dude yeah. that's the best part <laughs> That what is I awesome. Needed. I needed full time, and I yes. needed a decent hourly wage. So, dude, yeah, it's decent. I lo- yeah, <laughs> that's it's, it's, it's awesome. 
Well, good, man. Good for you, dude. Yeah. And so how about yourself, Wadi? Didn't you go to the beach, though? Oh, shit. Um, yeah, tell about the beach. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so was it was it an event? No, just uh, the animation group. We hadn't really like all gotten together in a while. Yeah. And, you know, it's been getting well. It's been getting warmer and warmer in LA. Yes, it's still not and quite so, there. So we planned this beach day, and then literally like the beach day we planned is like the only cold day of the <laughs> week. Um, yeah, dude. It, so we Saturday were like, was freezing. Yeah, so we were like second guessing it. We're like, should we do it? Ah, we'll still do it. We'll just wear jackets. But once we got to the beach, it was like. The sun was out. I mean, once yeah. you once you got past, once you got closer to the beach, it kind of cleared up. Sure. So it was good. It, it got cold towards the night, but we all came prepared, blankets, jackets, and it was chill. It was good to see everyone and, and catch up. And yeah, so that was cool. That. Well, awesome, man. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, we kind of already went over why my week was great. I mean, we just uh, my birthday was pretty awesome. I had I had my entire week planned with stuff just because I I knew <laughs> that this week was going to be slow. So I packed it up with all stuff to do so that it would go by fast. And so it did, thankfully. Uh Tuesday, I don't know if I said this yet, but Tuesdays I'm starting uh an improv workshop with uh Paul, Paul Valencourt. Hey. Yep, so every Tuesdays. 6, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I've been uh going to his workshop and I'm loving it. What is so it? fun. It's called Forms, so we just explore different improv forms. Pretty exciting. Like Harold and things like that. Harold, we're we're mostly working on the mono scene right now. Dang, uh, like 45-minute mono scene. Just scenes? one scene. Yep. So that's been fun. Uh I don't know if I'll be able to go tomorrow unfortunately. Yeah, we're doing this on a Monday. <laughs> this show. Uh but yeah, um it was so fun. It was honestly one of the coolest birthdays I've had in a long time. My birthday last year, I didn't get to do much because I was on set. They were nice enough to get me a cake and stuff, so that was cool. But still, I was working 12-hour days. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, this was nice to just kind of, like, let my hair down with my brows <laughs> and uh, eat as many uh, wings <laughs> Captain Crunch Wings. Wow, that was a brain fart. As I wanted. And then the next day I went to Disneyland, which was cool. If you have never been to Disneyland on your birthday, I highly recommend it. They gave us VIP seats. They gave us free food. They gave us, like, special th- Like, they just treat you, dude. They really? You treat just you. tell them, it's my birthday, show well, them your ID. No, you give... you They, they don't... You don't even show your ID. They give you... Um, if you go to the town hall... Uh, at, at any of the parks and say, hey, I have a friend who's celebrating a birthday or I'm celebrating my birthday. They don't care. They literally will give you a button that says happy birthday and your name. You put it on, you walk around the park and people will just say happy birthday to you wherever you go. And like, yeah, we literally got VIP seating for like every show we went to <laughs> like nice. padded seats. It was so cool. Wow. So I highly recommend doing it. I'm probably going to do it every time for my birthday. <laughs> Why not? Because I love it. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, oops. So, yeah, and then Sunday I got really sick, and uh, that's why we're here (laughs) (laughs) on a Monday. So, but all good. Just, uh... I appreciate you powering through it. I hope you're feeling all right. Yeah, I'm on the up and up, that's for sure. Good. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we're we're recording this a day late, but if you kind of noticed in our by our sponsor this is kind of uh, a little bit of mother's day theme not not entirely but yeah. uh 
Because when, because you know, when you think of mothers, the first thing you think of is alcohol and titties. So, <laughs> but um, so I mean, you you were sick, but uh, how how was your mom? She's great. I did get to FaceTime her, and uh, I sent her flowers. I've never done that before, but I sent her flowers that came with like a card and like some chocolate dipped strawberries and. Uh, She's really great. I it's funny how I start to realize like how much I like as I lived out here for some reason, I've realized how much I'm like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of like if you ever meet her you'll know exactly like just really positive, really like you know, certain things she says I do and stuff like that and so I really love her. <laughs> she's really awesome. She's she's the one who like as soon as she found out that I want to be into like filmmaking she really pushed me and like she was at my very first improv show and like mm. um yeah word to your mother for sure <laughs> and like i think i've mentioned in the podcast my mom got divorced and so i've really grown up with my mom for most of my life and um yeah so i love her shout out to my mom but any, what about uh, you wait, any, oh yeah um fond memory to share Ooh, thinking back some of my favorite memories were just like she checked me out of school just to see uh, Star Wars. Like, that was awesome. Like Phantom Menace? Like, no, Phantom Menace. Like back then? Venice Menace. It was actually... Uh, wow. Revenge of the Sith. There it is. One of those trilogy? Yeah. It, was the thir- it, was the, it was the final one of the prequels. She checked me out just to see it. She also checked me out to see Harry Potter. Uh, she did that kind of stuff all the time, which was so cool. And then nice. uh, there were some nights where, like, we just had late nights together. And she was like, you know what? She, she like she worked graveyards, so even on her days off, you know, she wouldn't sleep. She would, you know, sleep during the day, and uh, but she would. She was like, you know what, you're up, I'm up. Let's just make junk food and watch movies all night, and then we would. And oh. yeah, it was super fun. She's she's really great, and she, you know, I call her every week, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's super. She's super nice. I hope she'll come out sometime because that'd be really cool for her to come out here especially yeah, now that i have a, I a girl so. so yeah you should you'd really like her so they always call her mama watson that's what everyone in high school called her oh nice so yeah <laughs> but uh what about what about you and your mom i'm gonna say right now because your mom really supports our our show she's like so does my mom it's really funny yeah, i think our post our moms are pretty involved yeah i think our post like a couple times before or something literally was like me and you, and then our moms, <laughs> who liked the post. Right. And I was like, eh, you know. Uh, but you look a lot like your mom. Right. I haven't seen your dad, but you look a lot like no, your yeah, mom. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, My so on my mom's side, we have, like, Italian and Jewish. <laughs> oh, interesting. And I, I didn't know about the Jewish until I was, like, a teenager. Yeah. Uh, my mom started really getting into, like, genealogy, and, and that's when we discovered we actually have ancestors who died in concentration camps oh damn we didn't know that yeah yeah but that makes sense the italian and jewish that's definitely where i get like the nose and like <laughs> i uh my skin gets olive pretty easily in the sun i don't burn interesting that bad. Yeah, yeah but on my dad's side they're like uh swiss and english gotcha. and a lot of redheads and they're kind of like stocky they all have like huh. thick legs and big butts and <laughs> <laughs> they all that's the Hershey side, and they like to like spank each other's butts and stuff. It's okay. everyone's very comfortable with each other. All right. the Hershey side. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so my parents um, had me pretty young. I was 
I was at their high school graduation as a baby. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah. Interesting. Um, and so my mom, she she was a single mother, uh, you know, like in her late teens, and she she had two kids, and she worked really hard to like give us the best life she could. You yeah. Know? She she was a dispatcher, and she worked a second job. Nice. And still finished school, and yeah. Um, and we, you know, my memories of my childhood are are great. I had a great wow. childhood. Very. That's loving funny mom. that your mom was a dispatcher because my. It might be the same thing. My mom was a first responder. Did she go out on calls? She ran out on calls, yeah. So she's, like, medically trained? She was, yeah. Nice. This was, like, when I was six or seven or something like that. Was that, like, Salt Lake? Uh, Marysville. <laughs> so a really tiny, tiny town. Okay. Like, population 300, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, um on memories i've got a lot but i remember so she had this nickname for me called mr saunas okay <laughs> so like so i don't know so like we, if we would like snuggle when i was a kid she'd be like mr saunas mr saunas mr saunas mr saunas, mr. saunas. <laughs> that would be her song nice <laughs> <laughs> she's, gonna, she's gonna love that when she hears yeah, it yeah that's cute <laughs> I think somewhere in one of my like online profiles, not Reddit, but something like that. That's yeah. like my username is Mister Saunders. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, that's awesome. So thanks, moms, for thanks, moms evacuating us from your womb. Yes, thank you. Or the moon. <laughs> or the moon. All right. But yeah, we want to give a quick little shout out to them because they're awesome. So, yeah, but let's get to something important. Beer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Mom, I love you. You. Just kidding. Here, wait. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, audience. All right. Too soon. All right. Well, you've all been waiting for this. We've been we've been talking about it that we were going to talk about it every podcast, but we feel like it's got to the point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You we're, should we, be caught up by now. Yeah, you should be. If you're not, spoilers, skip this part. We're going to talk about Infinity War. Just go a little. see it. Yeah, just go see it, though. I mean, come on. Even if you're not a s- superhero fan, go see it. <laughs> like, right. Well, I, come I mean, on. The, 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 thing, the thing about that is, I, I, I hope that if you're going to see it, you have kind of kept up with the Marvel Universe a little sure. bit because. In order to understand everybody's relationships with each other. Yeah. Because it's not like they start the Avengers and everyone's hanging out and everyone knows each other, you know? It's yeah. like, I really, and I really like how they bring everyone together. They do a really good job. Yeah, that was probably my very first thing is like, it's going to be two and a half hour movie. Like, yeah, it's long, but A, it didn't feel long. That's what was awesome. Because it was just so packed. Yeah, so packed, but paced really well. I didn't yeah. feel like... They were rushing too much of anything. For sure. The only small complaint maybe was Captain America, but that just what, makes what me feel... Him? I just feel like we didn't... It was really Iron Man heavy mm. side. Just because, you know, he goes out and, like, Captain America really only, like, saves Scarlet Witch and... Uh, oh, my gosh. End. What's his name? Oh, my gosh. Vision. Vision. Thank you. Saves Vision. And then, yeah, the battle at the end is kind of all he gets. And then... Uh, but I mean, to be fair, it is a two-parter. So exactly, that's so what I'm thinking. I think his, I think he's going to be the heavy. I think he'll be the heavy focus with Iron Man too. But I think, I think Robert Downey Jr. is going to be like 
suffering. Like I th- like if it's we It's going to be a rough one. Yeah, if Iron Man 3 taught us anything that you know he's like traumatized of aliens and having like all these flashbacks and PTSD about it. Just imagine, you know, like I said spoilers here it comes holding Peter Parker in his arms. Like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. going to be awful. Especially in uh we didn't we didn't get to watch this one together, but in Homecoming he literally says to Spider-Man, "If you die, it's on me. He says that to mm. Spider-Man. And so it's like, oh. Yep. So we'll see, I guess. Yeah, uh, he's, uh, he's very PTSD'd at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he kind of got better. But then, yeah, I think this is just going to bring it just all back. All flashbacks. Yep. Did you notice, um, I think this is true, but Captain America never responds to Captain America. Did you notice that? He's Steve Rogers, like, the whole time. And everyone calls him Steve. Yeah, everyone calls him Steve. I didn't. I did notice that the star that's that was on his thing was taken out. Oh, okay. Like, he was wearing it, but the star was taken out. So I, I, I wonder like if he... black or something. That's I what I thought, remember. too. But if you look real close, it's, it's taken out. Yeah. So I don't know what he's doing. Uh, obviously, he, he's kind of lost faith in America right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, Civil he's War been and doing stuff. His own thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was so good. <laughs> like, I was so in love with this movie, and it could have been so wrong, like done wrong. But what they got right was the pacing, and also this was this was Thanos's movie. Like, this was his movie. And I think that was such a smart thing to do because right. the wrong thing would have been to just put him in parts here and there and like, oh, you know, like he's just a big bad person. We don't know why, why he's doing what he's doing, but we actually got a backstory of why he's doing what he's doing yeah. and why he thinks it's right. And they, so, they humanized him a lot. I yeah. Mean, and the fact that you f- you feel for him for a split second is like, oh, my gosh. Okay. In, in some way or another. Yeah. Yeah, this is the darkest movie of them all, for sure. <laughs> like, I, I read a tweet right before we went and saw it, which was basically like, you think you're prepared for this movie and you're not. Which is true, because if you go back and listen to what we were talking about, uh, we were like, yeah, one or two people are going to die. <laughs> right, wrong. Yeah, if you go back, we're like trying to figure out who. Yeah. Um, now, I, I haven't seen Game of Thrones all the way through, so I don't know if I am the authority to say this, but I feel mm-hmm. like... I have. I so. feel like this Avengers movie was like all of the heartache from like four seasons of Game of yeah, Thrones in one. The Red movie. Wedding was this movie. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Honestly, like that's actually a good point. I bet because of Game of Thrones, this movie was like made to actually take place. Like if you made this movie like back in like early two thousands, there would have been outrage. But Game of Thrones has kind of changed the way no character is safe anymore. Like Game of Thrones and Walking Dead, no character mm. is safe. Like so, it gave Marvel the courage to. I think be able so. To do something, and like also that. like the courage because they think that audiences could handle it. So, well, I was listening to another podcast about. about they talked about the movie, but they were yeah. they're all comic book fans, and they're like, "Oh, cool!" They were saying like, you know, these cinematic universe films are bringing these comics into the mainstream. Um, but the people who are in the mainstream, if anybody has anything to complain about uh, Infinity War, you need to understand this is very true to the comics. Like, this is what yeah. it's like reading the comics. There's a lot of disappointment. Death, to, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, and the great thing about comics is if, like, if a run doesn't work out really well, like, there's so many runs of Spider-Man 
I mean, I mean, there's so many runs of Batman. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this in my comic book store that I worked at for a while. If you go there, there's literally just a wall of Batman runs that are currently running. Yeah. Like you can just start over from scratch. Like that's just what happens in a movie. It's a little harder to do, but I am proud that they took that chance and did actually uh, do it because that's I loved this movie. Right. So, what do we feel about like predictions about what will happen in Avengers Four, or even as far as just Ant Man? Because I won't lie, I was actually kind of like, man, I, I probably won't see Ant Man in theaters. I'll probably see it like. Which is, you know, for me is a big thing. I just wasn't too excited for it. I was like, meh, okay. But now after this, I'm like, you want to see it. You want to see if it's going to give you any information about Exactly, which is so smart for them. (laughs) So smart. There's a reason why they're making billions of dollars. But uh, So predictions for the next one? Yeah, what do you think? Um, I feel like at this point, the only hope is the time stone. Like, oh, interesting. I, I, I think that, you're right. Have you thought about it? Because I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of. I heard another theory, but this doesn't make sense. That maybe those people didn't die, but they're in like an alternate reality. Yeah, in the time in the soul stone. So yeah, but but to me, the time stone makes sense. So we'll see. That those yeah. are kind of my the only things that I can rationalize in my head. Yeah, the, my hope is that you know Doctor Strange. You know, he saw the one the one timeline where we There were win. over four million outcomes of how it could end. Yeah, and only one we won. And I think that's the only reason why he gave him the time stone. Well, uh, and do you remember when he decided to, to do this thing with Captain America and Spider-Man? He said, I will not hesitate to, like, leave you guys right. for the mission or whatever. Right. Or I can't remember the exact line, but you know that right. part. He would sacrifice them to save the it, mission. Yes. Yeah. And... He sacrificed the time stone right. to save them. So. And and then he look while he does it, he looks at Iron Man because Iron Man's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he says, "We're in the end game now." Yeah. So I think yeah, he's just nodding to yes, like this is what has to happen in order to make this work. I'm interested though because like we see the glove is like destroyed, like so he still has all the stones, but he can't harness the power like he he can. With the gauntlet. So I think my thought is he, he can't control the stones right now. Like he already made everything happen, but he can't control the stones right now. He still has them all. So he's still pretty powerful. But I'm thinking that um, what's his name? Who was living in the, the star? I think they're going to have Peter his help Dinklage? again. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. But I don't remember his actual character. <laughs> yeah, name, me neither. That they're going to... Oh, by the way, the Forge sponsors us. Right, absolutely. Yeah, that podcast. was our that was our one that we released last episode. Last no. two or, episodes. Well, it will be two episodes. Yeah, two yeah. episodes ago. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's going to come into play. I personally believe that there is this the Soul Gem only because, or that they are trapped in an alternate r- reality only because. Um, there's this. There's the scene at the very end where like he's walking and it's like all like orangey yellowy type who's walking thanos oh when and he sees gamora and he's no 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 that's oh, right before oh, okay because that's his paradise he said yeah that he the, would when he go sees to. the little gamora yeah. sees little gamora yeah. i th- in my mind i think that's like once he just destroyed everybody like the soul gem took him there 
because he mentioned, you know, there's going to be a big sacrifice. You're going to have to pay for it. I think this was the soul gem reminding him, here's Gamora. This is what you sacrificed in order to make this come true. And then she says something like, did it, was it done or something like that? So that's what I think. I think that that's where they are. Um, I mean, but yeah, the same token, if they get the, if they get the time stone back, they could just reverse everything. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen, but I'm pretty excited about it. I also, I mean, I think because those are the two strongest theories. Yeah. I would love to see Marvel just pull like some other trick out of their sleeve. They probably will. Yeah, they probably will. So I don't know. Um, but but also I think we're, I think we're not over with death. I think death is going to keep happening. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, even if it reverses and puts everyone back, I do think Loki and Gamora are gone True. forever, which is really sad. True. Uh, but I will say I feel like – I still have a feeling that one of the main ones is going to – because now we're back to the original Avengers. Um, yeah, they got rid of all the new people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were, were right back to where we started. But I think one of them is going to – die and my i think they're gonna kill captain america but i was kind of hoping robert downey not that i want him to it's Dark. it's just I, I know it's just that i feel that's that would be better growth for everybody because captain america's disconnected from everybody so for sure for sure but yeah we don't need to go to we could talk about that forever yeah unless this, you had something could be else a podcast in and of itself but yeah uh, for sure we just you know we we kind of hinted that we would talk about it yeah and so that was maybe we'll do a marvel episode someday marvel down the line. cinematic universe yeah because yeah. now that we watched almost all of them cool so that's yeah that's it that's our thoughts um let us know what your predictions are. Yeah. Do you do you agree with some of our theories? Um, how do you feel about it? Yeah. Um, Let us know. Dudes. Are you are you pissed? Are you pissed at did us? Did you did you catch the after credits? Ooh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but Shawnee boy, we have we issued a challenge a long time I, ago. Yeah, when you guys <laughs> are hearing this, I don't so, even know how long it will have yeah. been. And I do apologize; it took us a while, but we're we're here. We're at it. And I'm pretty pumped about it. Um, so it was a music challenge. It was a music challenge. You know, we've done a film challenge, and we, yeah. we recommended terrible films to each other. Yes. But now we recommended, like, favorite albums. Perfect. So. And I I challenged you to Broken Bride by Ludo. By Ludo, yeah. And you challenged me to? 10,000 Days by Tool. By Tool. Which was uh, their latest album, but came out in 2006. Wow. But uh, they their guitarist has been pretty active on Instagram. It looks like they're finally recording their oh, next no album, which I spec speculate will be their last, which I'm okay, okay with. Yeah. Because they're, like, they're like in their 50s. Okay, okay. Um, and the lead singer has like two other projects plus a winery and a restaurant. Like, Damn, that's awesome. So... I'm, I I just would be happy with one more album and one strong tour. I'd like to see him, you know, one more time as a tour. Maybe okay. maybe in the future, down the road. But yeah. Anyways. Sweet. So let's uh, Ludo, dude. You want to Ludo it first? Yeah, let's All Ludo right, it. Let's Ludo it first. Um, so my question, I or the thing I prefaced it to you to watch to to listen to it is that this album is me is right. what I said. Right. What do you feel about with that response? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I, I see what you mean. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's got, it's got like happy parts to it and, yeah. and it has like 
like love and mm-hmm. uh and then there's there's a little bit of, of darkness and yeah. despair <laughs> yeah absolutely but also like science fiction and kind of uh yeah. going into going into that zombies and time yeah. travel yeah. and dragons <laughs> yeah which is everything cool. you ever wanted and i actually like i listened to it probably four times nice and then it's I, a short album which is cool yeah and then i listened or i looked up the lyrics and looked up some like explanations so that i made sure i kind of understood the story like as good as possible and cool so yeah it's um it's like a five song rock opera mm-hmm. and um this guy has a time machine and it breaks in like the prehistoric era mm-hmm. or something so he's like surrounded by pterodactyls <laughs> yeah. and uh he has to, he like books it to a cave or something yeah but um my my thought and like that's the thing that's what's cool about it is it's very open for interpretation yeah my thought is like it has broken down a lot throughout his life True. it feels like because then he also like yeah he talks about you know pterodactyls but then yeah he ends up in like a medieval time and like so yeah that's what i think is cool about it is i think he's been trying to yeah, with this time machine. And but. his girl, she died in 1989. Right. That's why he built the time machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, to try and save her. So so he's trying to go back to that morning in May, but he goes back, <laughs> yeah. he goes back to the fucking yeah. dinosaurs, and he's like, shit! Yes. Is that what you're thinking? And he comes and he tries yeah. it again, and he's surrounded by knights? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. What to you was the zombie song about? Was that, like, How did that play into save the overall city. story? So what I think, I personally think it is, my personal feeling is that it's about. Post-apocalyptic? Yeah. Well, I would say it's, well, but it has, you know, dragons oh, as well. True. Okay. So like, I I think it's about some evil that's attacking their, their land. Zombies are one part of it, but then they talk about some cult that's trying to raise a dragon from its, okay. and they are successful. Yeah. Um. I think it's about this guy trying to discover, like, if he can bring someone back from the dead. But if you notice, he when he talks to, like, I imagine some kind of wizard, because he talks about, like, I went to come find you. Uh, I know she'll die, but I just want to. So I think I think his whole journey is to learn that death isn't something you can stop. Right. That's what I feel. Um but yeah, the zombie thing is kind of you know, and, and also it's it's really just for fun. So you know, True. if you're gonna throw zombies, why not throw a dragon? You know, so. so but yeah. sorry, keep keep going. No, I just, could talk about this album forever. Right. So yeah, keep no, going. just the the way that we were talking about it, how she he's trying to go back to '89, ends mm-hmm. up in the prehistoric. It makes me think of that episode of SpongeBob where they get <laughs> in like the freezer time machine. Oh yeah, and they they break the handle and send themselves way back to the yeah. prehistoric. That's kind of what happened to this guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the last song is he's in a situation where he's 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 with her and she's yeah. getting in a car because she dies in a car accident. And so like I believe originally he lets her go, but this time he gets in the car. Mm-hmm. So he dies with her. He dies with her. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of like an interesting. That's why I, I think when I challenged it to you, I mentioned that it's that is an interesting topic because, you know. He didn't accept. He accepted that she died, but he also accepted that he couldn't live without her. Mm. So it's kind of an inter- Like it's like some people are like, "Well, that's kind of bad. Like you should just live your life." But like, I don't know. There's also some people that are saying like maybe he just let a part of himself die with her. 
right. or something. But uh, no, yeah, he gets in the car with her. Like that's one of my favorite moments in the song. Is like you know it's it's all happening again again like before. You know I go to the other side and I say, "Baby, I thought I'd come along for the ride." And then he gets in the car and like the chorus starts and then he's like, uh, "You know the car." goes out of control and like all this stuff and you're like oh man so yeah yeah it's romantic <laughs> yeah it's romantic it's a fun romantic song um what was your or is there anything else to add or can i ask you questions about what you thought yeah go for it so what was your favorite song there's there's like think, five right i think it's the opening one it's like you died yeah. in 1989 wanna get back to that morning in may yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is a great it was, one. Yeah. It was just catchy. It was the one I kind of remembered the most. Yeah. So. I crashed before the birth of Christ. Pterodactyl yeah. swarming. Yep. Yeah, so See? fun. You know what's up. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, and I love that that's the first one because it just hooks you in right away. True. Uh, what is your, and it's not going to bug me, what's your least favorite? Because I also have a least favorite of this one. Least favorite. Um, Maybe like... I can't remember what it was, but track number four, right before the last track. Uh, okay, so like the, when the dragon shows up? Is that the zombie one? No, the zombie one is like the third track. Okay. No, it's the, it's the that's the second track. The third track is one where he, it doesn't really have to do with the story. He's just like talking about building He's like the reminiscing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one that's it not might, my favorite. It, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, of. that was not my favorite. It just, it does, it kind of seems to stop everything for a second and... Uh, Yep. Yeah. There's nothing really like doesn't really catchy. add much to it. Yeah. I love the dragon part. I love I love the dragon part because it's like like it like with the guitar it makes you visualize exactly. a dragon yeah, coming out. Yeah. It's cool. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. That's cool. So would you ever listen to it again? Uh, yeah, I think so. Cool. I think uh, at least the, the first one, but since it is an entire story, I, and it's a, a quick, easy listen. Like yeah. I feel like, yeah, if I'm ever in the mood, I'll just bust it out now. Yeah, I've always wanted to, like, make that into a movie someday. Even though it would be a short movie, you'd probably have to put more songs in it. I'd love it to be a movie. That'd be super cool. I I always have it to be, like, that's that's what I always listen to. It's like a tradition. Like, if I'm driving really far, I always put that on, like, some point during the trip just to, like, yeah. Same with this album. Yeah? With this one? Yeah. Okay. So. Let's go because this one is a much longer album than what I, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not saying that as in that I like that I didn't like it. I love it. So this is my first time. I mean, I've I listened to Tool before, but this was the first time. Excuse me, that like you know I was really listening to it. What so? What I loved about Tool, and specifically, I mean all their because al- I, I checked out other albums after this. They are I don't know how you feel, but they are so precise. Like that's what I feel is yeah. like. Everything is like, like timed beautifully, and it's sharp, and it's crisp, and it's like, and like if the drums hit and this guitar hits, it's like all like, Perfect. I don't know, like I love ACDC a lot, but they, you know, they can be a little more like loosey goosey, yeah. you know. While these guys are like, yeah, really tight and really, uh, really fun and they, in here, and the lyrics, dude, right? The lyrics are what <laughs> so you got really into that make a little this. bit, huh? Yes, and uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's like I said when we uh, 
first talked about this challenge, like once you kind of start studying the topics that they talk about, it's a lot of like spiritualism and things. Yeah. And- well, and like you, 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 I'm glad you mentioned about um, his mom and getting the wings thing. Cause I am a little worried that I wouldn't have got that at first. Cause really? yeah, just because like I was so <laughs> no offense against the lyrics, but I was so entranced by just the actual music of everything. Wings for Marie like, is very trans. Yes, 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 yes. And that was one of my favorite ones like that, that one. And, uh, right. Something into about drugs or it was pot. really fast. Yeah. <laughs> is that who it? are you? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that Something one. I don't know why, drugs. but that one, that one really um, got to me. Yeah, because he says you must have been high. Something like that. But do you know why it's called the pot? Let's hear it. Because it's the pot calling the kettle black, ah. which is about hypocrisy. The whole song's about being a hypocrite. Oh, yeah. maybe I was. Who are you to wave your finger at me? Yeah. Uh, you must have been high. Foot in mouth and head up ass. You know, Do you remember that yes, line? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Foot in mouth I love and it. head yeah. up ass. So what you talking oh. about? Um, so great. Yeah. What, yeah. what other topics do you remember from it? From pot or from the whole thing? Well, just, I don't know. Well, like, there was the, there was the, I think it's called 10,000, like, it wasn't it called 10,000 Days? That's track number four. Wings, Wings for Wings Marie, part, two. part one and two, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the there it's a long, well, first track is like six is minutes, and then it goes to like 11 minutes. Yeah. So it was long. But no, like the fact that it kept my attention all the time, because I'm a, I am a kind of yes, I'm a kind of guy that like if I see some like if I see how long this song is, I'm like oh my gosh, <laughs> are we real? like same with videos, you know? But this one, you know, I was like I was going from uh, I, I listened to this on my way to an air show uh, to meet my girlfriend's parents, so I listened to this right before I met my girlfriend's parents for the first time, <laughs> uh, the dad for the first time, yeah, and. Um, I won't lie; it kind of gave me some confidence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so wow. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't know, it but got you uh, in that good mood. Yeah. So I really loved. I had it right here. Okay, here it is. Yeah, wings, wings for Marie. Yeah, and that part one, then ten thousand days, wings part two. That was the eleven minute song. That was crazy. And then I love the pot. <laughs> that was fun. And then what was the one you said that was? Uh, that was really trippy. Oh, Rosetta Stoned? That's what, yes. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't the pot, it was Rosetta Stone because oh, he was talking okay. really fast. Did yes, you look up that those lyrics? Great. No, I didn't. I didn't Dude, have a chance. I'll do it right now. You know, I mean, it, it's freaking, but you liked it even though you didn't understand it. I didn't understand part. it too much, but I was just like, woo, here we go. But do you did you catch the part where he's like, um, uh, they told me you, you're the chosen one and stuff like to deliver yes. a message. I only message know that because to you told who, me that. of all those, those who hear it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You told me, you told but me that when I it. forgot my pen. <laughs> yes. Shit the <laughs> bed again. Typical. Yeah. Gosh. And the music just. <laughs> So into like just so, yeah, so some, sharp. So some I love of the it. themes, uh, vicarious. The opening song. Yes. Um, you, he's got a line where he's like, "Cause I need to watch things die from a distance. Vicariously, I live while the whole world dies. It's about how we just like to see violence, mm-hmm. but from a distance. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Watching violent videos or violent video games and stuff is just, yeah, we like to live vicariously through that. Yeah, it's totally. Kind of an interesting message. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and then one of my favorite messages is the last song, Right in Two. Right in Two. Right. Right in Two. That's a monkey killing monkey. I'll have to watch that one again. over the pieces of the ground. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, it's uh, um, angels on the sidelines, baffled and confused. Uh, Father bless them all with reason. Uh, and this is what they choose. Uh, monkey killing monkey, killing monkey over pieces of the ground. Like the angels are watching the humans from heaven and they're like, why are they like putting these lines in the ground and separating yeah. themselves? He's like, Oh man, Eden has enough to go around. Yeah. You know? So I really like that message. Dope. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Like you should say, I wish you could see his eyes, but he's so intense to this. <laughs> and I totally understand it. Like I, I, I think I'm going to start diving into some more because Oh, yeah, nice. I need to I need to check these out. <laughs> just listen, like just like jam onto the yeah. It's hard to explain, but if you know Tool, you it's, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, psychedelic, yes, uh, trancey, but they got some good jams. Yeah, there. absolutely, dude. And and the word that I like to use is dynamic because because mm. it you'll have these heavy parts and then it'll go soft and then it'll come back and it's yeah. like it's this, but it's but it's, it's this experience. Yes, but it's not it's not it doesn't feel like everything is feels planned in my mind. Like so even if it's like planned. yes, even if it's like you know, it does have that range, but it but it's for purpose and it complements what they're singing about. Dude, we're going on twelve years between albums right now. Oh like my gosh. very meticulous. Like did, <laughs> and That's I awesome. I kind of heard that they 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 get they feel that from from their fans where like there's this pressure to like make something good now so that's Oof. so they're really taking their time yeah that's like, good do it yeah take your times dudes um yeah so that was that cool yeah I, I remember there's one time I was uh meeting a friend of a friend who was a musician and we were talking about music and I, I was just like yeah you know there's some music that you just listen to but then there's some music that you experience and he was like do you listen to Tool? Hey. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> so you can identify a Tool fan from another one. Right, yeah. That's awesome. So it's it's cool. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, anything else you want to add? No, man, that was fun. That was fun. We should do that again. <laughs> you guys sure. should check out these and tell us what, what you think. TDLA Podcast uh, on yeah. Twitter, Instagram. Email us. TDLA Expose Podcast. yourselves to yeah. some culture. Yeah, man. Or recommend us some albums. Me and Sean are always open. Like, I am literally, like, begging for music to listen to. So this is a good place to start for sure. Um, and we'll do another challenge soon because these are a lot of fun. Yeah. So, cool. but, dude, I've been so excited to talk to you about this. Yeah. This Speaking has been out for a music. while. And good music. <laughs> uh, we have been blessed by the grace that is Childish Gambino. He just released a new song. Yeah, please, everyone, audience, I know you were, like, gripped with us talking about music, but thank you for being <laughs> quiet. Um, but, yeah, so he he appeared on SNL, which, if anyone hasn't seen his SNL, so good. I have it on Hulu. We can watch it. Yeah, yeah I watched it. Oh, you did? Oh, for so sure. good. My favorite was the uh, the rap group going to therapy. Did you get to see that one? No. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> It was a okay. skit during the episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I just saw his, his musical performance. So. Oh, oh, okay. That was good, too. Yeah, his sketches so, were yeah, so then funny. I, I, we should watch that episode. Yeah, we so. should. At least that, if anything. Um, <laughs> okay. But as he was... So at, he performed live this song. He performed two songs, but this one's definitely getting more popular. Um, 
This is America. You probably have heard of it. Uh, <laughs> 60 million views in like four days. Dude, and I think it's at 111 million, what I just looked at right now. And I think it, we're still not even at a week. No. So. No, or I think we just hit a week. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, man. So I love I love the song. It's amazing. But but I love the music video even more because it really gives it context. Right. And uh, it's... <sighs> So much symbolism. Yeah. I heard it when you were in Vegas, and I was so mad you were in Vegas because I was like, <laughs> ah, so I like sent it to you. And you I was were like, my Holy first intro shit. to it, man. Really? Yeah. Oh, was, good. Yeah. I was right on that, dude. He he sent me a text message with a link, and it just said, holy shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so good. Like, simple, but amazing. Like, the camera work, I mean, is so simple. Everything else about I, it is not. As, but, as a film and cinematography fan, I love long shots. Yeah, That's me too. why P.T. Anderson is one of my favorite directors. Mm. So, yeah. Long, if you can if you can accomplish and, and tell your story in just a long shot, I respect that there entirely. You go. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. And just well, the first time I see him... When he come when he opens the door and dances while the choir is singing, oh the first God. time he gets thrown a gun and shoots them, I literally let out a ha. <laughs> That's literally what I said. Right. I'm like ha because his entrance to the room is just like so like yeah. happy and kind yeah. of like quirky, and you're like oh he's so he's so weird and just shoots him up. Man, it's so intense. Yeah, I and like just, yeah the the contrast between yeah. his. His demeanor the entire time. It's interesting. From like serious to like, and then making these weird faces that kind of just confuse your brain. Right, right, You're right. You're like, what are, what's, what is he thinking? What are his intentions? Yeah. It's so weird. And just all the cool stuff going on in the back, not cool, it's not cool, but the stuff going on in the background while he's distracting us, that's what I interpreted it as, is like, you know, him dancing with these kids, you know, and like... You know everything's great keep, right keep there. Looking at me, keep yeah. While at me. All this terrible stuff is going on around him. Like, there's literally a part where you see death riding a white horse, which is a Bible reference. Go across, and you're like, what? And then, like, I love that after he, you know, he shoots the guy in the beginning, shoots the people at the end, but then as he passes the gun, it's like handled with care, like in like this cloth, like and like if you notice. The guy is just dragged off yeah. while guns are regarded more as, like, sacred things. Right. It's like, oh, it's so brilliant. It's so <laughs> smart. And uh, the fact that that wasn't drawn attention to. Like, I believe the lyrics in the song, he literally says, like, police be tripping. Or no. Yeah. Yeah, police be tripping. Police be tripping. Yeah, he does say that. Like, that's literally really the only thing he mentions in the song. But in the music video, like, oh, guys. <laughs> Like, I have listened to that song so much that it started to hurt. <laughs> and, I, uh, that, that music video has probably the one of the highest rewatch values. Absolutely. Like, of any. It's and so I love that. Bit. I didn't know how long YouTube's been doing this, but you can play them slower speed now. Mm, nice. <laughs> so I, like, played it at, like, 75% speed. <laughs> and it even sounds cool at that speed. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I, you know, he has a concert coming up soon. I don't think I'm going. But I really want to. Right. But if I went by myself, I'd be so sad. <laughs> hey, maybe with your new job. Maybe. Uh, he says, grinningly. Possibly. Um, so, but with this, so I have something to show Sean, but is there anything else you wanted to add with this? 
I uh, I was trying to understand if there was any significance to him smoking a joint in it. I'm not sure. Uh, it... It's interesting that it happens like at the very end. He smokes the joint um, and then starts dancing on the car. And I was I was just trying to see if trying to think of if there's anything to that, but maybe not. I don't know. I mean, it, it could be said that he thinks that's a solution. I don't or, know. Or that's how we. That's one way that we distract ourselves from reality. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I love that part. One, two, three, get down. That kid's got moves. Man. Yeah, he does. We kind of <laughs> knew he did in some of his yeah. older music videos, but I mean, of course. But yeah. Cool. So yeah, you had something else. I have something to show you. And it just came out, I think, today. Okay. I'm really interested to see what your reaction is. I I told this to Sean when I was like, can I show you this? Uh, We may disagree on what's about to be shown. I haven't seen it. It has to do with Gambino. Okay. Um, I want to show, I want to give a little bit of prefit, a little bit of backstory. This is from a YouTuber. Slash comedian, she says. Uh, she's not very huge, but she's controversial. Okay. She has done videos, for example, called Dear Fat People, where, quote, she says, "Fat pe- being fat is a choice, and then you do stop being pigs and work out. Okay. She's also said, uh, she also made a, and that was pulled from YouTube, but she made a new video called Depression, and why it's all in your head that is still up on YouTube. She truly believes that. Mm. Uh, she turned off the comments of this video after five minutes. Okay. It has over 59,000 dislikes so far. It's probably more after okay. we've been talking. So I want to hit it and I just want to hear your opinion. Maybe we'll watch the whole thing if you can make it through. Uh, wow. but let's, let's see. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm curious. Yeah. We just wanna be pretty, pretty that's the goal. We just want his money, get him and be whole. Why we even trying? Don't deserve a raise. Want my boss to hit it, live a life this way. We just wanna be pretty, pretty that's the goal. We just want his money, get him and be whole. This is America, don't catch you climbing up. Don't catch you climbing up, cause they'll get you slipping up. Hey, come on, this is America. We'll say North America. Look how we living now. The boys could be tripping now. This is America. Got rape in my area. You got a dream? Yeah. The roof is getting to your cuz. Hey, this is America. Don't catch you climbing up. Don't catch you climbing up. Cause they'll get you hoe in the pain. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crew a hoe, what's your pick? Yeah, yeah. You got an idea? Yeah, yeah. Don't make it without hey. the bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm too bold back. Like. Yeah, yeah. We're all too old back. Like. Yeah, yeah. We're not allowed to age like What, what the fuck?
catch you shining now. Don't catch you shining now. Look what. Okay, we'll get to just the important part. I want uh, to show you. Okay. So this is YouTuber. What's her name here? Nicole Arbor. Nicole Arbor. Yeah, just hit play there. <laughs> but you knew, though. Get a man, get a man, get a man. Okay, we're having trouble. Make a fan, make a fan, make a fan. No, I gotta give up my dreams. Rather be the Taliban. Not sure everyone's gonna get the Taliban line. I was referencing the female fighters who've been kicking the Taliban's butt, and then I, I wouldn't want to be the Taliban because I'm gonna get my butt kicked. Anyways. One, two, three, get down! That's basically one of them. I thought you said porn. What? I thought you said something about porn. No, you said something about porn. <laughs> I thought you said I want to get to the porn part. No, the the important part. Oh, like, I thought she was going to make a statement about porn or something. <laughs> no. Um, about females fighting the Taliban? <laughs> no. It, it, what, what I wanted to show you was the tap dancing. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm so confused. It's all good. So I just want to, before I tell you, like, the world's reaction... And here's the here's the thing, people. I know we get we we kind of get in our minds like we see what other people think, and then we give our reaction. But I kind of wanted to put this on you just because I think it's important to not get reaction. Because you have you seen that video before? No. Okay. See, so I just want to like get and, an and honest reaction. To correct reaction. you, we're at negative sixty five thousand down. Are we right now? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. So obviously, you know that it's not very positive so but what are your what is your first in, uh, initial reactions to this i mean it's uh it's a very like pro-feminism mm-hmm. video um you know we're being held down and shut up and um not getting a fair chance at things and not getting equality and stuff and yeah yeah i mean i i i can't understand a female's perspective so i just i sympathize with it but okay I, I have never experienced it, so okay. Sorry for that. That they have that perspective. Some people, <laughs> you know. Sure. So, why do you think that people have disliked it so much without knowing? I'm about to tell you, but just what is your guess? Um, because it's so strongly opinionated, and I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think for me, I think one big reason why people don't like this is because of who she's proven to be in the past, that it's hard to take this seriously, Okay, you know? And maybe one day I can show you, like, her videos, but uh, some of them are pretty positive, you know, trying to give her some credit. Um, But, uh, so, a lot of people are saying, and I'm going to look this up real quick just to make sure I don't get this wrong. Um, So... Some people are saying that this is colonizing the video. Do you know what that means? I had to look it up. No. So what I can understand what I'm looking at here is basically it's meaning that they are taking a video that was supposed to be pointed at black people and what's going on with black lives, you know, being, you know, shot at by police and like being treated unfairly, things like that. 
she's colonizing in the sense of white people because white people are colonizers. We oh, colonize I see. That we are colonizing this video. Like we're like her making this is taking it. You know, she did have take hijacking the message. Maybe? Hijacking the message and also saying that it wasn't like that message isn't as important as what this message is about. Interesting. That's and, fair, I think. Yeah, I, I personally and this is why I wanted to get your opinion before. I hope you don't feel like I put you too much on the spot. I just I just wanted to make sure you had you, you got a chance to formulate your own opinion. Uh, I I kind of agree with it because I don't like what I don't like her. So I have to say that <laughs> first and foremost, yeah. uh, I might be a little biased because I don't like her. But well, apparently sixty five thousand other people don't. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, but she she's known for controversy. So I kind of feel like she did this knowing that it would get flack. And I've been looking what she's been saying on Twitter. She's 100% standing by it. She did release a full statement, but it's pretty long. She's not apologizing for it. So, yeah. But, like, she was saying jokes that were not not appropriate. Like, she was saying oh, something wow. like, you're, you know, like, well, what if, you, like, literally millions of women are shedding, you know, te- like, black women are shedding tears over their fallen ones. And then she's like, well, I'm proud to shed or to shed black tears. Like she was trying to say that sarcastically, but it's not coming off that way. Interesting. So, yeah, I feel like it's taking, although it's an important message that she's trying to say, for sure, 100%. Yeah. Um, one message doesn't trump another message. And I feel like using that song, and this is my personal opinion, and like I said, please formulate your own opinion. We can have a good dialogue. Um, I feel like that it's. Uh, I feel like it's trying to. A, I think in the end she's just trying to get views. She's a YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's just trying to get views and get attention. And and also um, in that same mentality, it's like when a video like this is America goes viral like mm-hmm. that, you're going to get spoofs. Right. Uh huh. You're 100%. like. When something gets that big, it's just inevitable. I'm yeah. sure there are dozens of other This Is America style videos. Yeah. But because, That's a good point. because she it. has such a following and it seems like she kind of has a, a lot of people who don't like her right. following. True. She's getting a, a strong reaction to her message. Um, True. But, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, don't don't take away from the message of the original video. Um but also, you know, feminism is a thing. Yeah, I think so, there's but, it's a hard line. But yeah, um maybe somebody else could have done it in a better way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it seems like she's like you said, just trying to get views, trying to be controversial. Yeah, hijacking yeah. an idea. I don't know. And taking away from what the original message was like supposed to be. And like, don't get me wrong, women struggle you know, and black people struggle. There's no denying denying it, and so it's it's hard because you're like, it's almost like because she did it that way, she has she can hide behind something, which kind of sucks. Because like she could ease, and she has, she can easily just say, you know, oh well, you're just offended about feminism. She has said that, and it's like no, it's not that we support that, but it seems like you're trying to just divert the message. Like, yeah, this is sad, but this is more sad because I'm, you yeah. know, no, I get you. which doesn't help the cause. <laughs> so, I get you. 
But yeah, I just wanted your fresh take. We don't have to dwell on it too much yeah, longer. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. So that's it happened today, and I was like, I wonder what Sean would think about that. That's interesting. So, but this is great because then it gives us into some lighter stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's, dive let's in, get dude. into some shit. Yeah, dude. Watson, you remember uh, what episode? I believe six with Paul Valencourt. What? Do you remember episode six with Paul Valancourt? Wow, why do you have to shout? Yes, of course. Uh, that was that was our best downloaded episode to this day. I wonder and why that, that was. Is thanks to Boost Improv. <gasps> oh, uh, Boost Improv is um, ran by David Escobedo. He's trying to bring more visibility to smaller improv troops and improv companies. Mm-hmm. He currently has eighteen thousand followers and counting. Wow, um, and he just likes to support projects like improv co- uh, podcasts, similar to ours. Uh, festivals. What blogs. about blogs? Okay, I wanted to <laughs> okay. ask. Yeah, definitely. But the blogs, he's got them. Okay. If you want to learn more, it's at Boost Improv, and that you can find them on Facebook and Twitter. Don't you dare laugh. <laughs> I mean it. Right. Yeah, My favorite segment. Your favorite, dude. And I came prepared. Um, I want to say I went first last time. Okay. So. I'll go first. All right. So this clip is two people fighting in English, although they probably should be arguing in their own language. <laughs> Just okay. because hilarity ensues. Let's begin. You fucking fucking you bloody. You bloody. You bloody. Bastard, bitch, you, fuck, you, fuck, you, fuck you, bloody, fuck you, bloody, fucking mother, bloody, fuck, bitch, <laughs> bitch you, bloody, fuck you, 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 fucking bloody, bastard, you, bloody, 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 you, bloody, bloody, no, but bloody, why is bloody, no, bloody, fucking, accident, then what you wanna, why you fuck me, I fuck you, bloody, bloody, bastard, fucking running like lady, eh, bloody, what the fuck, man, Fucking, He's fucking no sorting next to him. <laughs> Why are you sorting at me? Because I am going to the work. If you don't do it, do the other place. Yeah? Why are you sorting? Because of this, you are doing. Hello? I don't know. You are doing like this. I think you are do, go, going to accident. No sorting at me, no yeah, good, man. Me not, not. <laughs> oh crap! Oh no! <laughs> We're good. It's okay. I can stall. Oh man. So I don't know where I I saw or heard that one. I want to say. That they played that on uh, your mom's house podcast. Oh, with, uh, I'm coming at you, Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. Nice, <laughs> but yeah, do you think because they use the word bloody that they're maybe in like the UK? Yeah, somewhere? that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think that is true. You oh, bloody fucking yeah. <laughs> I'd love just like one clearly trumps the other. He can't say anything else. Starts walking away. The guy drives next to him. Right, yeah. <laughs> He's not letting There's him go. There's too many videos of people arguing, and one of them just can't let it go. Yeah, 100%. It's like, just go, dude. It's over. Yeah, you did it. Good job. I feel like uh, at least a couple of my videos are, are pretty vulgar as well. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> well, we'll call this the vulgi, yeah. the vulgi side. Yeah, fair warning. Um, awesome. This one isn't intentionally is. vulgar, though. So this okay. is a little girl... Just trying to pronounce yeah, a word. You know. <laughs> Jules. Would you see an old truck? Yeah. Say it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> old truck. What say was it? Sissy, say truck. Oh, uh, fuck. No, truck. Truck. Tr- old truck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> old Jules, fuck. say truck. Truck. Fuck. <laughs> That's how 
Say old truck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet little thing. Oh. Well, she's going to grow up to be the next Amy Schumer. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I saw you holding it back pretty good. Good job. Yeah. No, I don't know if I counted. I, that was way too hard. Um, okay. This next clip is probably, is, is, it's not as, so my favorite clip of all time is still the, the lady trying not to shit her pants. <laughs> but this one comes close. Um, you're going to have to see Avengers to understand it. <laughs> this is a really old clip that has been redone. Gotcha. But that's all I'm going to say. Let's hit it. Some air. Are you okay? I'm dying. Help me. One more time. One more time. Air. Are you okay? I'm dying. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> so awesome. yeah, it's That's a classic. Relevant. It's a classic uh, video where a kid is riding a bike. He f- completely biffs it and like hits so hard that he's like disoriented for a second that he thinks he's dying. <laughs> he's like, "I'm dying. Help me!" And then he disintegrates like you know so many. <laughs> Avengers before him. Uh, but yeah, gotcha. Right on there. What was he bike man? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> but. All right. Okay. So. This is entitled Nasty. Nasty. Here we go. You, so, you look like you're preparing your nasty eyes. Nasty grandma. So oh, this is um, this is a grandma talking to her granddaughter in the car. Okay. Okay. And they just like, I could never have a conversation like this with any of my grandmothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you don't put your mouth on my joint and you eat that? And you be doing that nasty stuff? That you do it. I don't do nothing. You do both of them. No, I don't. Why you don't? I do both of them. Eat pussy and suck dick. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You punch on the dick, you give the dick, and you put a dick in your mouth and you eat pussy. No, I do not do all that. You, you do, do all that. So you do it too. No, I don't. <laughs> you do, bitch. No, oh. that, bitch. <laughs> Dang. Damn. You do not mess with her. With grandma, yeah. Jeez. All right. <laughs> yeah. You do all of it, I guess. <laughs> okay. Sean, you're going to be mad at this next one. Okay. I cheated. Oh. Uh, we, you're going to have to just watch this one, guys, but... I was sick all day yesterday, and I had to get this clip. It's an amazing clip, okay? But there's not a lot of words. I'm sorry, Sean. I promise to do better. But I'm, just, I'm telling you. I'm just going to shout this out to Andy because he listens, and he's uh-huh. like, sometimes Watson just picks movies that... <laughs> <laughs> Look, they don't Andy, the point is to try and make Sean laugh at any cost. Okay. Well, however you look and at so, it. And so, who cares about you? No, just kidding. I care about you a lot, Andy, okay? You're awesome. You, yeah. Um, so, for everyone to set up this, this man got in an accident, okay? We don't really know what because the video starts after. He's getting put into the ambulance okay. when amazingness happens. Please. Gotcha. Oh, no. No, no. Sir, you're gonna have to step away. Sir, you're gonna have to step away from me. 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 Step away from
my head around is that they pulled a prank okay, where an so, ambulance showed up. So the dude, they're put, they have him on the stretcher, they put him they in the put ambulance, the mask on and him. He, he gets up, rips the mask off, the blanket off, and just starts dancing. Yeah, and he hops in, out like, of the ambulance he's and just starts pants, breaking it down. Like, low pants, he has these like long shoes and glasses, <laughs> and he just starts dancing. And as always, we'll, uh, we post the links as well yes, to the videos. Yes. So. Uh, but that's just magic right there. Magic! So, oh, oh, don't have her. It's okay. Magic. I just said it. Nope. <laughs> yeah. great, uh, great. It's amazing. And I know, guys, I should have done one that has words. But you're just going to have to watch them. Okay, I promise I won't do it anymore. I promise. I just had to do that one because it's short on time. You know, sometimes it's hard to get all the clips in time, so I get it. Yes, yes. But it was, it <laughs> but was it, awesome. But all in all, yeah, it's a funny video. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right, what do we got? This one, I hope I hope you haven't seen or heard this. There's actually nothing really to see. Okay. So um, this kid was live streaming video games. Okay. And, well, he so he he must have been live streaming earlier. But anyways, the, the situation is his mom walked in on him masturbating to porn. And so it's the conversation following and he's like making up these excuses. Oh, And it's live streaming. So so you're going to see someone playing like Call of Duty and, and the audience is going to hear shooting. So what I think is we're seeing another gamer who can hear this happening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's okay. so great though. Yes. No, mom! I was, I was debating on whether or not I should share a story. <laughs> well, now you have to. Now you have all right, to. All right, fam. Let's, let's get in. in. Everyone, audience, No, I'm, I'm talking to like my parents. <laughs> oh, parents, listen closely. Here we go. So I remember when I was like 13 or 14, I was at my friend's house down the street. Uh-huh. And I get a call from my parents and they're like, you need to come home. <laughs> oh, no. Like, okay. That's always a bad sign. <laughs> So I come home, and they're in my room on my computer. Oh, no. And this was before I knew 
that how internet history works. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they're like, uh, what's all these pictures of naked girls, Sean? <laughs> and I kind of gave them the same story. I was like, dude, I've been getting these emails like from this website. And I, it oh, must man. have uploaded all those pictures into my history or something. Now, now that now that it's out, uh-huh. I would like to know if they Uh-oh. knew all along, <laughs> and they just kind of were like, "Whatever, your, we don't want to deal with out. this." He's a young man now. Yeah, but yeah, they were just kind of like, "Okay," <laughs> and they didn't know. Oh man, that's funny. I'm trying to think if I had any stories. See, the thing is, I don't have any of those stories because my stepbrother really ruined all that for me. Because he was so into it that everyone just knew. <laughs> so the, the focus so, was like, okay, he's the poor yeah, kid. Yeah, and so it was like, but he got so much negative attention from it. I was like, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to do that. So, yeah, I didn't really. The only time, the, the first time, okay, just to try and be relevant. <laughs> I uh, The first time I actually saw a naked woman, uh, like a picture. Was in sixth grade. <laughs> really? I can remember it clear as day because it burned my Mormon brain. Uh, <laughs> some kid just like just brought to school. He's like, my my brother has these magazines and I ripped this from it. And he had like this tiny little just like that. And it was just a woman laying on bed. And I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> this is great. I actually thought it was the weirdest thing in the entire world. And I was like, that's not right. <laughs> That's not how women. Where's look. her wiener? <laughs> you know, something like that. Uh, uh, but yeah. I, I remember um, I had a I had a friend who like hit his mom would let us watch R-rated movies. So, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. So he was like that was the house we would go to to watch there R-rated. We so go. like we knew we knew when the boobies came out on like Titanic and uh, Hollow Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, like those those movies and stuff. The first now that now the first this is so funny to talk about. The first <laughs> boobs I ever saw in a movie was Gia. Oh, Do you ever hear jo- Angelina Gia? Jolie's? Yeah, yeah. I remember my mom. Like I said, were graveyards, and she used to have like HBO or something. Yeah, and I remember just like flipping through the channels, like trying to get to G four. <laughs> Titties! Yeah, no. <laughs> and I came across and I was like, oh, that's Aunt, she's from Tomb Raider. Because oh. I was, you know, in a Tomb Raider. And, you know, this is like what I'm about to tell is like what every parent's like worst dream is. Like they don't want to take their kids to go see Tomb Raider because then they'll see Tomb Raider on screen and then they'll be like, oh, is it? but that's what happened. <laughs> right. But I saw her. And if you don't know the story of Gia, it's like she she has a relationship with another woman and it's very gratuitous. Mm. And so, yeah. Actually, Joe Lee was the first pair of, uh, of boobies I saw. So. On screen. On screen, yes. Gotcha. Well, there was some random person on the... I have a girlfriend now, guys, so... <laughs> or maybe not anymore. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're just, uh, that was we're a fun little it. conversation about yeah. titties. We're going pretty far. How, how, how are we doing? Where are we at here? Okay, okay. We're getting there. That's okay. fine. I'm, this this will be a decent episode. Hopefully yeah. you guys are Hopefully enjoying, you're enjoying yourselves. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll keep chugging along here. Chugging we now have... Initializing listener email. Listener email. Initialize. Cool. So yeah, we 
probably have some stuff here. Sweet. Um, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Bobby's been like a consistent emailer. Thanks, Bobby. Um, so yeah, if if you guys want to ask us questions, we do. Would you rather's? Uh, we do questions about living in LA. Um, our perspectives on things, preferences, whatever, whatever you want to know about us. Put us in hypothetical situations. Uh, TDLA podcast at gmail So Bobby um, says, since you guys talked about what you would do with ten thousand yes. dollars, and today is Mother's Day. Actually, it's yesterday, Bobby. Yes, Bobby. Get, which I'm get sure the deal. is when he sent this. What would you do if you had ten thousand dollars and you had to spend it on your mother, and you couldn't ask oh. her, you couldn't ask her what to do with the money? Okay. Hmm. If you have an answer before me, let me know. Uh, man. What is she like? Flowers. <laughs> but I don't think she would want $10,000 worth. Travel? Does she tra- like to travel? She's not a huge travel Is there anywhere she's person. wanted to go that you're aware of? Not really. <laughs> she likes where she is. Although I bet she would have liked to. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, I would I would buy her an all expenses paid trip to Disneyland with her grandkids. Nice. Like I have a I have a sister or I have a brother and sister in law. Uh, they have three grandkids. I bet she would just enjoy the heck out of that. So because she loves them so much. So cool. That would be cool, and I'll join them because why not? I have a Disneyland pass. I'll be there. It's not spending the money on me. So yeah, I bet she'd like that. Cool. What about you? My mom loves traveling. Okay. Um, and from what I understand, she's just like tropical beach kind of lady. Okay. So, you know. Bermuda, mama, <laughs> come on, pretty mama. Montego, baby, So, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, she's been everywhere. She's She's been to Hawaii. She's been to the Bahamas. Um, okay. I haven't been to either of those, mom. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. Um, so I don't, I don't know if there's anywhere that she hasn't been yet that she would like to. I would, I'd, I'd be down to take her to like Europe, even though it's not tropical. That'd be cool, but that, that might be fun, just culturey trip. Cool, but yeah, I would definitely do a trip as well. That'd nice. be fun. Cool, <laughs> dope. What else we have? Who? Uh, would you rather have to walk over ten feet of broken glass or hot coals? I'm gonna say coals just because I've seen people do it. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's just more safe. But I haven't seen a lot of people like there's not a lot of trust exercises that makes you walk over broken glass. Right. <laughs> so I think I would just there's actually and actually I'm about to debunk this thing but there's actually a bill nye the science guy episode where they talk about why it's possible to walk over hot coals oh so what what is it can you remember kind of nope nope okay. <laughs> but they have but zach braff do it oh okay. zach braff walks through yeah that makes coals. sense i feel like the glass could do some serious like tendon For damage real. yeah like it could really mess you up whereas the coals like the healing process is probably gonna be a bit easier hopefully I would imagine. So, yeah, yeah. We both agree. Coles. Yep, Coles, baby. I don't think we've done this one. Why haven't we done this? If okay. you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Oh. Well, for me, it's always a tie between 
flying and super strength. Nice. I would love to have both, but right. I can't I have to have Superman. one. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. If like, if you can only have super strength, you could jump really far, right? Because you have theory, super strength. In theory. Yeah, but you have super strength, so of course you can. But then like another thing is like, well, but Captain America has super strength and then doesn't die. I was about to say, if you have super strength, then you're going to die quicker. But Captain America isn't You wouldn't invincible. die quicker if you could fly? Is that what you're saying? You could probably die quicker if you could fly, I would assume, because you wouldn't be as strong to, like... I don't know. I'm just saying, like, you know, Captain America has gotten punched by Thanos and is okay. But I'm worried if, like, Scarlett Johansson... Right. What's her name? Black Widow. If she got punched by Thanos, she's probably not going to do okay. Uh, no. So There are superheroes, and then there are those people in the Avengers who are just really good at fighting. Yeah. And you're like, I would, how the fuck did you get in here? But now that I've been talking about it out loud, although it would be cool, like, I really think what would be best, or what would be really awesome is just to teleport. So, like, just to be, because then you won't really, you know. Or, like, from our... our uh, Universal interview. Teleportion. Yeah, teleportion. <laughs> yes. I would love to teleportion. Because then I could just, you know, if I want to go to Italy, boom, in Italy. Right. Yeah, so. Jumper was a cool movie for that reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's when it really started made, making me think about that. I was like, that yeah. so dope. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I've always been attracted to invisibility. Interesting. And every time I tell it to people, they think I'm a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily. I would just, I would just be like this no-name rogue dude, and I would just do whatever the hell I want. Like cool. I, I haven't quite come up with the perfect scheme, but I would figure out a way to use that to just create a means, a financial means for myself, hmm. which probably wouldn't be an honest one. But, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. it's freaking invisibility, dude. It's yeah. just so cool to me. I don't know why. So, well, maybe you could start like a magic act. That's right, yeah. Right, right. I and just, just do the like, world's best magician. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then you just get like a TV show and, you know, go crazy. That's an honest way. True. All right. Maybe I'll make an honest living. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was thinking about how how easy or fun it would be to rob a bank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as they don't have like infrared cameras, but... I gotcha. Maybe they do. Maybe they've thought about that. I don't know if they would. I don't know what purpose would be. It just seems more expensive right. than it needs to be, but... All right. Well, uh, well, this is kind of similar to the first question, but okay. for Watson, if you could take oh. your girlfriend on a trip anywhere, oh, is there anywhere you guys have talked about that you have a common interest in? Yes, Japan has been one we talked about. Um, she speaks Chinese, so like, True. we were thinking it'd be cool to go somewhere like uh, Hong Kong would be cool, or uh, she went. She lived. Uh, she served. This is weird. I mean, I don't know. She so. Us Mormons, we do a thing where we where we serve missions, is what we call it, which we, we take two years out of our lives to, like, go to different places, like, in representation of the Mormon church. Uh, I did Spanish-speaking, and she did Chinese, uh, Mandarin-Chinese-speaking in Taiwan. Nice. Yeah. So, that would be really cool, but she's really adventurous, so I really think she would go almost anywhere. I... I I mean, this is not the question, but I'd love to go to Italy. Yeah. And so I think she would really like that too. So. Cool. Yeah. And it's romantic. It's romantic. (laughs) And honestly, also, like, speaking of romantic, I've never been to Paris. And actually, I never wanted to. 
until bunny ears. Really? <laughs> until the podcast. Yeah. Because Macaulay Culkin just talks about how awesome it is. And so I'm like, right. all right, maybe I'll check it out. I I developed an interest for Europe in general from – I took art history one and two in college. Okay. And they focused mostly on like Italian Renaissance artists. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've, I, I want to go see – all the famous paintings and yeah. especially cathedrals. I want to see some freaking yeah. European cathedrals, man. Those Find things seem passages. insane. Yes. So there's a secret question here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you going to propose to me? No, you you know Meeks, right? Meeks. Meeks, my friend Meeks. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> he sent in questions that uh, we haven't asked on the show yet. <laughs> okay. Are we? We're gonna say him now? No. So I was talking to him on the phone. Okay. And he's like, "So there's this. Would you rather that I've been asking people at work, and you should ask Watson this? Oh no. And you're getting nervous about it. <laughs> and, here's the thing. I'm gonna say it just because it's thought provoking. Okay. I don't expect you to answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> And this is just kind of funny for the listeners to hear and think about. I, I, right. I'm sure a lot of you probably haven't heard this one. All right. So one day you wake up and your your girlfriend and your mother are, are doing like this Freaky Friday thing where they've switched places. All right. The only way to fix it is to have sex with one of them. So your mom, is, this is a your mom is in your girlfriend's body <laughs> right. and your girlfriend is in your mom's body. Yeah. The only way to reverse it is to sleep with one of them. That's mind-bending, huh? That's hard. That is the worst <laughs> thing of all time. And I'm sure your mom and girlfriend are both listening, so you do not have to answer this, but it's just – it's crazy. <laughs> like, Yeah. Uh, it's weird either way. Yeah. So there's a lose-lose situation. <laughs> uh, I break up with my girlfriend. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that was a, that was an interesting. Well, that's one. actually a hard thing for me because you know I'm I don't want to I am actually I think we established this on this podcast I'm a virgin, right? Yeah, and I and I would prefer not I would prefer to have so this just makes it worse. I would I wouldn't want to do it until I'm married. So what would suck is is I would have to marry my mom. <laughs> Or no, no, that wouldn't work because no one would believe us. That's the whole point of that story. So I'd have to marry her, but that would be my mom. Yeah, the variable of marriage thrown into it just throws it it all off. It messes it up (laughs) real bad. So that sucks for me. Yeah. What did you answer? Um, So (laughs) here's what we came up with, Kay. Okay. You you choose your girlfriend's body, but you, like... Give your mom like sleeping pills or something so uh, they're like unconscious. Oh geez, that's with her permission though. Right? Yeah, you're like just you're, tell her you need to go somewhere else yes, for this. Yes, yes, yes. Man, yeah, that's, give, that's that's let her sign a thing of consent. So and then you to... Cosby, your mom. No, God, stop it! All right, we gotta wrap this up. Yep, okay. wrap this so up. So that was that was that. <laughs> Thank you, Meeks, for the thought provoking questions as always. <laughs> Um, what else do we have here? It's oh, the, the final segment. Yeah, final segment. So this is pretty cool. We said we'd get to this in the beginning. Um, last weekend, um, I went to Vegas. So you, the audience, if you've been following the show, you've heard me talk about my friend Jai. Yeah. Jai is uh, this uh, this friend of mine. He's uh, he's an older gentleman, and we, we just met through a friend out here. And he's, uh, you know, he's, he's done production he's produced films 
He's uh, done a lot of fashion. Not our films. But no. Let's not get into that. No. Could be uh, something for the future. Who knows? But yeah. he's done fashion. He's designed, like, dresses for the Oscars and stuff like that. And anyways... We go out a lot. We've uh, we saw Black Panther. We've gone to the comedy store. Um, he like he's designed outfits for like world class ballets, and so he took me to the the David Bowie ballet that I talked about. Yeah. Well, like last Thursday, he just calls me at like 10 p.m. <laughs> and before I can even get a word in, he's like, "You and I are going to Vegas Saturday and Sunday. I want you to meet my magi- my magician friend. Uh, th- this, that, and the other." And I'm like. Okay, that's a lot at once. Um, first of all, I'm broke. <laughs> and he's just like, don't worry about it. I was like, okay. Second of all, Sundays are podcast days, so I have to talk to Watson. Which, you were like, go for it, dude. You go know? for it. Um, so... Because I'm going to a ha- I'm going to Hawaii this weekend, yeah. so I'd be pretty hypocritical if oh. I was like, you know. <laughs> so keep going. So, yeah, so we... We drove out to Vegas, uh, which is like a four-hour drive from L.A. And mm-hmm. so he's he's known this magician who does magic at a casino. or Well, it's, it's actually not. It's just a hotel in Vegas called Tahiti Village. And his name is Seth Grable. And uh, Seth was super nice. He comped our room for two nights. Wow. And it was like a, a really nice room with our own kitchen. And Jai liked cook, cooked food. And... Um, it had a like a really awesome pool with with like a beach that had sand. What? And then it had like a lazy river, like a big lazy oh, river that you could awesome. sit on tubes and stuff. And it was just it was an adventure, man. Like Jai, I mean, I I don't know if he if he cares that I say his age. He's uh he's just a little over 70. Okay. But the guy's got energy like for days like yeah. the, the guy can keep up man like yeah. we walked all the way up and down that strip <laughs> until two or three in the morning and uh just meeting people and and checking out all these different places and there was so much live music and stuff and it was really fun like nice um but yeah seth, seth we he did his show sunday afternoon and um one thing i didn't know i i've learned this after looking him up but he was a finalist on america's got talent oh cool a few years back so that's kind of i guess what really kind of put him out into the world and uh he's he's doing big things you know he's trying to get like a a tv show made and stuff sweet and so after his show on sunday he was nice enough to give us an interview cool so let's uh let's just get into it this is seth grable we're in uh sunny las vegas uh, and I'm I, my friend Jai brought me out here. Uh, people who've listened to the show have heard me talk about Jai, and the the echo goes away. Uh, but we came to see Seth Grable. That's right. <laughs> when, when he called me, I thought he said Seth Gabriel, and so I was like trying to look you up under that name. There is a Seth Gabriel. Oh, so you've had this experience yes, before? Yes. Get your name. He's an actor, not me. I'm Seth Grable. <laughs> so yeah, I was. And I, th- I also thought he said musician, so I was like, Seth Gabriel, musician, and then, yeah, I was completely wrong. So we figured it out, because nice. uh, Google was actually smarter than me. It was like, did you mean Seth Grable, and it showed me a picture. So I sent <laughs> a picture to Jai, and he's like, yes, that's, that's who we're talking about. <laughs> nice. That's right. You found me. Um, but, dude, this was awesome. I mean, Seth, he invited us out for Jai's birthday, mm-hmm. and... Uh, 
the the room was awesome and Ooh. you guys have an awesome pool here we're at Tahiti yeah, Village you gotta enjoy it it's a beautiful pool it's one of a kind probably the only pool in Las Vegas that has a uh, one of those you know really? rivers yes. it's a live river you go all down it's so much fun it's so fun yeah. <laughs> it made me feel like a kid again exactly <laughs> so you got a, one of those big tubes and you just drink have a drink as you go through it, it. even has a beach with sand and i was like <laughs> the kid in me wanted to play in with that but i was like i don't want to be a tw- 27 year old man like <laughs> on the beach by myself so do it have fun make a make a <laughs> sand castle <laughs> so seth uh I, I looked you up a little bit, and I, I didn't know until like Jai didn't tell me this, but you actually competed on America's Got Talent. That's right. Yeah, I was a finalist on America's Got Talent. Had a lot of fun. It's a wonderful show. Super great platform for any entertainer, and you know, put me out in the world. It was oh, a dude. blast. Yeah, and and I watched your uh, like the hot tar one. Yeah, like the that semifinals was crazy. one. That yeah. was, like the production on that was insane. Like, yeah. did you only plan that in a week, or yeah. were you kind of planning ahead? No, you know that's the funny thing with America's Got Talent. When I was doing it anyway, you kind of have uh, for for me as a magician, you need to build stuff, and you literally have a week to make it happen. And it's that's it. You have a week, you make it happen, and it. it I mean, that hot tar was still like getting heated up. It was it was crazy. <laughs> it was. It was very intense, a very intense couple of weeks for me. So what, what year was this exactly, just in case people want to find the, the season? it's It was season six, okay. and uh, it was a, little, a few years ago, but um, we got a couple more TV shows coming out, which is really exciting. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we can uh, get into that as well, but let's let's start all the way back. Where are you from? Is Originally that... born and raised in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Nice. Yeah, I love it How there. How often do you make it out there? I'm there typically once a month. At yeah. least, so yeah, my family. family. Yeah, so. my family still lives out there. Cool. I was born in Glendale. Glendale. I'm yeah. in Highland Park. Oh, so. <laughs> that's that's not too far around the corner. Yeah. When did you know you wanted to be like an entertainer? And I started doing magic really when I was a little kid, but I stopped it for a very long time. And then I went to college and I started doing it for parties, and people were giving me feedback. They were going, "Wow, you're really good." And they they would, I would get that instant gratification of someone smiling or freaking out or just just talking about me and you know the funny thing happens when that when that happens you go oh this is cool and i could do this dude they that's that's what like entertainers say is that feeling like it's just you want that all the time i don't know if it's like an addicting yes i've kind of like i i always known i wanted to be in entertainment and when i was like 13 i actually auditioned with a talent agency but i ended up switching because i was like you know i've been drawing my whole life so if I'm going to be in entertainment, we'll go this avenue. So I'm, I'm doing animation, but I do like the idea. Like, I want to maybe get into stand-up comedy just as, like, an open mic or just for that experience, you know, of just captivating I, yeah. an audience for a few minutes. I suggest everyone try it because it's so much fun, and you never know what can happen. Like, I mean, if you create a bit, all you need is maybe, you know, five, ten minutes where you go on stage and just, look, even if you bomb, at least you did it. And you learn from it. Yeah, and you could talk about your experiences. You learn from it. You grow. When you first start out, you're not good. I first started out, I was horrible. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong at my first show. (laughs) I mean, I I, I committed to an hour show before I had even five minutes. Oh, wow. That, and so my motto is make magic happen. So you make magic happen. You're going to make this work. Yeah. Well, wow. here's the thing. You either have, you have a choice. And this is my favorite quote by Henry Ford. You can or you can't, and it's all up to you. Yeah, that's awesome. Right? I mean, here's the deal. You have one life, and you have about 75 to 85 years on this planet. Lucky if, if you get lucky, to yeah. 100, 90, 100, right? 
and then you're dead. You're done. That's it. So what did you do? I have friends that have basically, uh, you know, given up or they're they're they passed away at young age, at young ages, and and that's it. They're done. They did what they did, and that's it. Yeah. And it's a sad thing when that happens because you go, well, you didn't really do anything. Shoot, you know. And you look back, yeah, because yeah. it's it's all about just living the moment and get as much out of it as you can. Cause mm-hmm. You get your one shot. So. You got one shot at life, and what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, and I really try to motivate people, and yeah, make it happen. My like I said, my motto is make magic happen, and I really live and breathe that. And I go, look, it's magic to anyone. Your magic making your magic happen is you making this podcast happen because that's your magic and that's you're making that happen right you just came here in this hotel you know you had no idea really you didn't even know if we were going to do this yeah no I mean I was crossing my fingers yeah but but look you said Seth you you said Seth I mean I actually have to go to dinner with my wife and kid right now but I'm here because you brought it and and I really appreciate that Uh and you're making your magic happen with your podcast and I love that Um, I make my magic happen with magic I, my, my focus and goal is like, look, if you're going to make magic, it doesn't matter what profession you have, make magic happen with your profession. If you want to be, uh, the, be a, uh, you know, if you want to be a bartender, be the best bartender you can be. If you want to be a banker, be the best damn banker you can be. If you want to be a trash man, great. You can. When you can be a great trash man, when you go pick up trash, if you see someone there, say hi. I have awesome trash men. Like, they come and get my trash, and I made friends with them. Every time I bring them, like, for, um, you know, for holidays, I give them, like, a little chocolate box or whatever. And we, I make friends with them. And they, they come to my show. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool. <laughs> Dude, I, I know what you mean. You know, you definitely see a lot of people who don't look happy with their job. But any job, uh, you, can, you see people, and you'll run into someone, and you're like, wow, this person just loves what they do. And... I think that's what most of us are just trying to do, you know. At the end of the day, we're just trying to get to a point where we just love what we do. Yeah. So we don't, you're not waking up at, at you know, just cursing the day, you know. <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. Today, I did not want to do my show. I, I mean, I've worked so hard to get this to the point to have a show. But I didn't want to do my show today because I hurt my back. I got the, the knot in their back where I, I turn and I can't, I like, it hurts. I hear you. Yeah, and so I didn't want to do my show. But then when I got on stage, everything changed. And I go, oh, this is great. And in reality, yeah, well, that, and it's also a, it's a mindset. I do it. I will do a show regardless of if I'm sick, dying, halfway. I saw a video in the, you did. You're yeah. Like, I'm sick today. I'm but sick and I don't want to do it, but I did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the reason why I do it is because it's not about me. It's about the people in the audience. They pay good money. They expect to see a show. And I put on a show regardless of what, what I feel like. It's not about me. It's about them. That's that's very selfless. You know, that's a good mentality. You know, right. you're just hustling every day. You have no excuses. There's no excuses. The only excuse you have is, is your own. And if you have your own excuse, good luck. So when you when you auditioned on, on America's Got Talent, uh, were you doing magic full time at that point, or was, did you still have like a side hustle? Were you still like trying to make it? I was happen? actually in school, so I was in school and I was doing magic full time, but I was really focused on school. I was a student, and I studied oh. hotel management and marketing. I did maintenance for a little while. So. Okay, cool, right <laughs> yeah. on. It's fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, school is great. You get to learn stuff, you yeah. know. And I realized, and I really th- I thought about this today. You didn't, um, I didn't put enough emphasis on learning things until I graduated school. And then I go, man, I really got to learn. <laughs> and it's not about, you know, I, like I don't, I didn't necessarily like to study because I didn't really, I, I wasn't you. interested in, I wasn't interested in the topics, but I really do wish I applied myself, even though I didn't like it. 
because you only have one shot and you, you apply yourself or you don't. My grandfather taught me that um, basically you have to take the opportunity that you're given and you do it. And if you don't, you just don't have it. So make it happen. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, I, I know what you mean. Just like recognize an opportunity and when it's there, just take it because I'd rather, I'd rather try and fail than the rest of my life look back and be like, man, I wonder what would happen if I tried. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so the, I, I lost my train of thought. Um, so, okay. So you, the, the interesting thing is, um, so my grandfather and I wrote a blog, I'm writing a blog about this. I do blogs every single Monday and videos associated with the blog. Um, okay. they're inspirational, motivational, and they weave magic into it. So what he did was he taught me how to make a paper crane. I would see him only once about once a year mm. and he taught me how to make an origami paper crane. But the problem was I didn't take it seriously. And that was my fault and my bad. And I really appreciate I, I really missed out on learning how to make a paper crane. Because I, I can't say that I know how to do it now. You because all those I, opportunities, yeah. Yeah, he taught me so many times. And all I had to do was listen and do it. But I didn't take the steps in doing it. And it, it's just a simple paper crane. But if I knew how to make that paper crane now, I would teach my daughter how to make the paper crane. Right. And I would teach everyone else how to make this cool origami paper crane. And it's a shame, in my opinion, that I oh. didn't take advantage of my grandfather's knowledge of teaching me a paper crane. And But that goes and transcends to all different opportunities that people may have, yep. not just the crane. Well, like, my grandma always tried to teach us grandkids piano. She had one in the basement, and we just never took it seriously. Oh, my God. See? <laughs> if you think about it, if you t- could have taken that seriously and and actually learn the piano, learn that gift that she has. Especially at a younger age. Oh, my – well, at the younger age, you can really learn things really well. Yeah. If you're just – you engulfed yourself in that piano, you could be a, the next and most amazing composer. <laughs> I wish I knew how to play the piano. If I could play the piano, I would do – I would just start playing, and I, it would be part of my show. I mean, yeah, it's such an that. outlet. It's such an outlet. I wish I could play the piano. I'm going to get my little daughter, uh, Gracie Grable, some piano lessons so she learns the piano because she loves oh. it. Is she, is, she, is she showing, like, a, a taste for music and stuff? Like, she is a musician, and she sings, dances, and she sings, dances, does magic, and she can act on spot. Oh, that's, she was so cute today. He yeah. had her uh, help him, like, lift the table off the yeah. ground. And, she, and, you know, it's funny. I, I talked to her t- earlier today. I said, Gracie, I have to invite someone else on stage, another little kid, and she got really mad. So she was like, <laughs> literally, she's like, no, I want, she started crying. And I'm like, oh God, I got to bring her up. She's a ham. She loves the stage. She loves bringing people. She just loves making people smile. smile. Oh yeah. Right. She, she looked at the audience like that huge grin and just didn't stop smiling. And the, the whole audience, we all just melted. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, what can you do at that point? You're like, oh, the kid is cute. Yeah. I'm going to put, I want to put her on some TV shows. She is, she's, She's got a talent. She's got such an amazing memory. She memorizes songs. At three years old, she knows songs. She's singing oh, wow. Shirley Temple, oh, Animal wow. Crackers. Oh, I nice. mean, and it's funny. Like, I think I know the song, and I'll start singing it, and she'll correct me. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, Daddy, this is this words. I'm like, what? You're three years old, kid. What are you right. doing? Yeah, and then she'll pull out her tablet and pull up the lyrics. Uh-huh. Yeah, kids are smart. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> super smart. <laughs> So what uh, what attracted you to magic? Like, uh, at what point were you like really getting interested in this? Was there a main influence or? Well, you know, I started doing magic. My father is a magician, so okay. he loves magic, and I got influenced by him. Then I went to college and I met a couple of magicians, and they shared their magic with me. You know, in hindsight, to be perfectly honest, I almost wish I went into music. 
because music it transcends so many things. And don't get me wrong, I love magic. I love it. It's just a different kind of. It's a different performance. performance. Yeah. See, if you have a microphone and that's it, and you could sing and entertain with just a microphone. Oh my God! I mean, that's a triple singing, dancing. That's amazing to me. Right. Um, I never went into that. My grandmother actually said, "Set." She got me a guitar and said, "Why don't you learn to play the guitar and sing?" And I wish I did. That's another opportunity that I, I messed up on. Yeah, I, I dabbled in you know guitar, little drums, mm-hmm. but didn't really stick with anything. So drawing's been the thing. Like, we'll see. That's it. You just said it to yourself. Like, stick with something. Yeah. And that's my motto. Like, I don't care what you do, whatever you do, stick with it. If you if you love it, because if you stick with it, you get good at it and you grow with it. I'm never gonna not be a magician. I'm always gonna do stuff with it and grow with it. Um, you're an artist. You know, you can probably take a piece of paper and draw something amazing right now. You know? oh, right? Right? I mean, can't maybe, you? Maybe. Well, yeah. Couldn't you? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're, if you're an artist, if you're an artist, that's what artists can do. Yeah. I used to draw. I didn't perfect it. I didn't get really crazy with it and get great at it. I dabbled in it, and I, I could still do fun cartoons. Um, and I, so that's what I would do. I would do crazy, weird cartoons. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you said you do a, a blog. How long have you been doing that now? Almost four years. Is it, where, where, where can people find You can that find on? it at sethgrable.com, and you just click the blog tab, and you find out what I, I like to write. I, I post a blog every single Monday, and it's basically all about inspiration and what I see in life. My, my next blog, this coming tomorrow, actually, is going to be about my grandfather, Lou, my grandpa, Lou, how he inspired me, and uh, he taught me some really interesting things. One of the things that he inspired me with was leaving people and, and places better than when you you came in exactly you know and that really and I didn't even realize that he was teaching me that when he taught me he I would you know he would I was a little kid and we'd, he would take me into the bathroom I would go to the bathroom and whatnot and then I would see him wash his hands right and he would clean up the whole the whole uh, counter even oh. though not his mess I mean there would be trash that someone else left but he would clean it up and I said grandpa why are you doing that that's someone else's mess he said because everywhere I go I leave it better than when I came and, awesome. Yeah, isn't that cool? And I really try to do that. You know, it, with other things in life, I really try to do that. Absolutely. That's, uh, I think, yeah, artists and entertainers, it's kind of our contribution to trying to improve the world in some way or another mm-hmm. you know, by also giving our, uh, our, what's the word I'm looking for? Essence. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Magic, exactly. Yeah, Perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Perspective. Well, <laughs> if you're a good entertainer and a good person, really a person, anyone can do it. You just have to give back quality and be a quality person. Don't be an asshole. You People can, can see right through that. You yeah. Know? yeah. And I really try. It's one thing that I really, really, and, and people come in and they tell me. After the show, I really, I really try to be genuine. And I don't care how famous I am or how I want to meet the people. I'm doing this for them. Yeah, you stayed around after the show and met everyone on the way out. And I always will, no matter how famous I get, because I want to meet them. I even I want to go further and actually, so I go and do charities and I go and do all that and I do all kinds of interesting things. I love people. I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. People make, uh, they're interesting to me. Well, that goes hand in hand with your type of performance. You know, we were talking about the difference between magic and, and music, mm-hmm. and yours is very like audience participation. You know, lots of yeah. crowd work and stuff. Yeah. So it's all crowd work. Yeah, and it's crazy because you don't know what you're going to get with a crowd. You have no idea. I mean, I've had a, I've had crazy things happen, but yeah. then asking people to stand up and they just stare at you. And yeah. You're like, all right. Oh yeah. Well, the trick is to a good performer, in my opinion, is to know how to deal with problems. 
If you on know, the spot. yeah, on the spot, you got to be quick, yeah. thinking three times, four times ahead of someone. Because if something goes wrong, the lights go out, the audio turns off, someone makes a scene. You have to know as a performer how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I've done put myself. I call it bursting your bubble. I've bursted my bubble so many times. <laughs> I put myself in uncomfortable situations to be comf- comfortable. I got you. Yeah. There was uh, there was one moment in the show today that with the wedding band. <laughs> you're like, oh uh. my god, that was crazy! I was still trying to figure okay. out if you were serious or not. Yeah, I know. Well, so okay, let me explain what happened, guys, because this actually happened today, and it was probably one. Of, I was, I was a little sweating. I was sweating. Okay, so what happened was I borrowed a gentleman's wedding band for a trick, and I my microphone went turned off because the battery died or something. And I had to switch the microphone. In the process of switching the microphone, I dropped. I really physically dropped and lost the ring. I lost his Someone's ring. Someone's wedding band, yeah. Someone's gentleman, the gentleman's wedding band. I lost his ring. I was really scared that I didn't know where I was going to and I was going to have to stop the show and like find the – because I didn't want to lose his wedding band. It's like important. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, usually that's the first time that ever happened where the microphone went down in the show. And it's not going to happen again. But right. – yeah, I was sweating bricks. I mean, I literally and luckily the his wife found it on the ground. Like, yeah. I don't know what I would have done. If, well, there were a lot of moving parts. Your mic yeah. and the jacket. And yeah, stuff it, and it, <laughs> it, there were so many moving parts, and I don't know what did I do to make it work. I like basically, I don't know. That was tough. That was I. I, I, I was just trying to figure out is this part of it? Well, or? that's and that's kind of how I played it. I basically was like, yeah, no, we're gonna find it. Just kidding. And I was playing, going mm. back and forth with you with you guys. Like, that's good. I wasn't necessarily <laughs> telling that I lost it, but I was. Saying, like, help me find it. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily she found it. <laughs> That's great. But, but no, the whole thing overall, man, I mean, I, I couldn't do what you do, definitely. I, I have no experience with a crowd like that and yeah. trying to get people involved when they're just kind of sitting there watching. You're like, all right. But uh, yeah. I, I really liked uh, incorporating, you. like, voices and stuff. Thank you, and yes. <laughs> I, I think everyone really, every time you were giving the old man the, the <laughs> high-pitched voice, the lady next to me was cracking up. Cracking up, so. right? And that's one of my favorite bits. <laughs> I actually am working on some new voices, so literally I'm going to be talking to myself in five with five different people. Oh so what he's talking about is I do ventriloquism, and I throw yeah. voices into people's uh, mouths, and I kind of go, hello, how are you doing? <laughs> hello, hello. And, you know, I started learning that because I just wanted to have fun with people. I would be in in an elevator and I would go hello 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 <laughs> and I would talk to my did you hear that yeah what what's going on I don't know and I would be talking to myself and uh, people would freak out that's awesome it was so fun. that's a good way to incorporate that to the show and then he does this thing where he, he put you put like a fake mouth on someone that, that opens and closes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much fun that's a, a little ventriloquist bit where I basically make someone else talk for me and uh, I'm embellishing on that too it's a lot of fun Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, let's see. Oh, so like, you know, Vegas magician, do you guys just yeah. like out here, the, the magicians, do you guys mingle? Do you guys do you A lot of people with? do. Um, I don't because I have a family, so I have no time to do that. Uh, Focused. I, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, my time is very valuable and I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. My family comes first and basically I, I perform and I market and I hustle and I make magic happen and then I hang out with my family. That's good, man. You got yeah. your priorities straight. Yeah, they mean everything to me. I love them to pieces. And, you know, it, my time, is, I don't have a lot of time. You know, sometimes I do mentor some younger magicians. A guy named Tate, a kid named Tate, he's 12 years old. He comes in and I teach him magic. Wow. So that's something that I do spend time with. But, yeah, other than that, 
I, I have some magician friends, and I see them, you know, when we do red carpets or whatnot, I'll see them out, and, you know, you connect with them, but I don't hang out with too many people. I gotcha. I mean, yeah, you're, you've got a, a vision. Like, what's uh, what's kind of your five-year goal? Do you, what do you see? TV. Yeah, that's what you're Los Angeles and TV. So yeah. keep an eye out for Seth Grable's show. Reality <laughs> TV, here I come, baby. <laughs> I got a lot, a lot of stuff planned, actually, so I got a documentary going, and I got, awesome. um, yeah, it's really exciting. Documentary, a couple TV things going that I, you know, I'd like to make happen, and, uh, you know, right here, Tahiti Village, we're doing a show every single week. Come on out, have a good time. Dude, make- it's a good stay, I'm telling you. It's yeah, a nice it's place. beautiful, right? It's, it's just close enough and just far away from the strip you know so. yeah yeah exactly it's away from the hustle and bustle and it's it's perfect you, if you want to go have fun with the hustle and bustle take a little uber exactly it's not too bad mm-hmm. um what else do we have for you what's up Jack? i want to say this is that when i first met this gentleman here he put his fingers up and flames was on top of him and i never gotten over that uh, oh, yeah. Do you remember how you met Jai? I do. Uh, it was at a private event, corporate event, and he freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of the times, it's it's fun and really cool to be able to connect with people and then stay in touch with them. Jai and I have stayed in touch with for a very long time. I mean, it's almost eight years, I want to say. Yeah. Even more, probably. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, Jai and I, I mean, and we met randomly in Las Vegas, and we just stayed in touch. We connected. And and it, I'd say it's a lot to do with social media because we and you I know. Was at his wedding. Yes, I know. I couldn't believe it. Queen Latifah married him. Yeah, I got married on the Grammys to Tammy. <laughs> what? Queen, <laughs> Queen Latifah was our officiant, and Macklemore sang a song, and uh, Madonna serenaded us. So wow. we definitely <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a bunch of colors. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know you were there, right dude. Why did you like I not go, I I Seth? Because I had to do a Sydney, and, and oh. Sydney was there. He, him and this guy was there getting married, and oh. I, was, I was like freaked out. I'm going like, Seth, we had dude. no clue this was happening. Uh, this was coming to us. We had no okay, because I knew it was happening. I had uh, someone reach out to me and Tammy and say, hey do you want to get married and this big group wedding on the Grammys? And I was going, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> say no to that. Tammy was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> no, no, she was actually not, she had to ask a, people, a couple people. Oh, yeah. And, um, you got a lot of FaceTime on the Grammys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it again. If I can get married again, we'll get married again. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> that was fun. That's I, crazy. I, I, I should have went like this. But Heck yeah, you should have. You should have taken a picture of me and be like, "Hey, I saw you." <laughs> <laughs> well, I put it on my Facebook. You did? Oh shit! You gotta send to me, dude. Oh my god, that's awesome. That's so fun. That's so fun, Jai. Wow. Cool. How long ago was that? How long have you been married now? Three years. Four years. Yeah, three or four years. Yeah. Two or three, three or four. Yeah. Because it was when Whitney died. And I, and, and I was dancing on that show with uh, Jennifer Hudson. I want to dance with somebody. Oh, dance nice. Nice. <laughs> cool, man. Cool, brother. Well, thank you so much. Dude, Seth. That's, yes. That's awesome. Thank this you. Please awesome. stay in touch with me. Awesome. I'm glad you had a good time. Oh, yeah. Let, let everyone know where they can find you. If uh, you want to get a hold of me, I love Instagram, Snapchat, mainly Instagram and Facebook. I do a video every single Monday on YouTube and on my blog, but reach me out at sethgrable.com. Just say hello. I love to meet you, and social media is how you're going to connect with me. So thank you so much. Come at Seth Grable. Blown away. At yeah. Seth Grable. <laughs> blown, away. blown away. Boom. Thanks again. Bye. Yeah. Cool. That was cool. Fun little thing. And yeah, like like he said in the thing, he's in L.A. like once a month. Cool. So, uh, 
I'm sure we'll have him as like an actual guest on the show. That'd sometime. be great, and we can get you know some more in depth with him. Dope. He was he was really nice and easy to talk to. So nice. thank you for that, Seth. Thank you, Seth. And uh, we and would love to have you on again sometime. And you know what? Thank you, audience. <laughs> right. Love you. Thanks, audience. Well, Sean, it's that, come to an end. This, I think, is our longest episode. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's jam-packed, full of goodies, and I hope you guys like it as much as we did. We love you all of your continuous support. We have some pretty die-hard fans. Yeah. Which is pretty cool to say. I don't think I've had that yet. So, yeah, pretty awesome. It's cool. Thanks for the support, guys, and, and yeah. the, the nice reviews. We're getting some good reviews. Yes. Um, if you haven't yet, you know, it really helps us out to leave a review on yeah. iTunes. Five star it up. Um, and, you know, if you if you're not if you want to follow us on social media, we we do like really fun stuff on our social oh, media. Yeah. We don't just post dumb shit, but we like, you know, we film our episodes and then we make promo videos out of them with yeah. with graphics and stuff. And um, we we engage. So yeah. TDLA podcast is the same for Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And Everything, email man. us, like I said, um, at tdlapodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, last but not least, thank you, Patrick Coffin, Pat for Cheesy. Pat Cheesy, for making the intro for us and all our segment jingles. So thank you, everybody, so much. I hope you have a good week. I'm headed off to Hawaii. No big deal. Unless a volcano explodes, then maybe I won't. Yeah, but- I mean, <laughs> I guess if... if- we can just let them know. Like, we'll. Pro- I'm probably gonna have a guest host next week. Yeah. So. And if it's who I hoping it is, he's pretty awesome, pretty cool guy. So I think you'll like him a lot. Should be fun. Okay, dude. Have fun in Hawaii. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, I everyone. love you all. See ya.